Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Before we get into some member of this show that may or may not be playing in an alumni football game, KT, there were some interesting nuggets to take out of the Miami-Florida State game on Saturday. Yes, so Miami and Florida, uh, the Gators, that happened uh, 6 o'clock Saturday night. So I watched it actually on a smaller TV next to the big TV at a local bar. And it was actually a very fun game to watch. Miami now, what's, wins the game! what's great about Miami is they've got the famous turnover chain. And this year, they we got lucky in the first half, there was a turnover. Uh, there was a little scoop it up as a fumble situation. And they broke out the 2019 turnover chain, which is three times the size of the original turnover chain. Wow. And they've added underneath the U, they've added 305, which is the Miami area code. Here's a good look at it if it's you want to see this. It's covered in diamonds now, right? Did, uh, did you see this, Ben? Yeah. So is this something that Luther Campbell purchased? Which booster paid for this? I'm assuming college kids did not. And is it real? It's so great. I think it's real. It says it's over 2,000 white sapphire stones. I just think based on the history of that program and the people that are fans of that program, I would be surprised if that was not a expensive, expensive piece of jewelry as opposed to a phony piece of jewelry well i'll say this it, they said it took three months to make it oh. okay but i'll say this like so i don't watch miami hurricanes play a lot unless you know it just happens so like you always see the clips of the turnover chain watching it live is a whole different experience because what you realize is that the defensive player the coach puts it on okay and he's wearing it and you've seen all the clips fine when you're watching it live you realize they're cutting back and forth to offensive action. Like, like the other team's got the ball. Like, you're supposed to be on the field. The, the kickoff's happening. The defense just got the turnover. So the offense has got the ball, okay? They're inside the 10-yard line. They're about to score. And you're not even focused on that. You're like, I want this play to end so you can go back. And all the teammates on defense, you know, they're hyping him up. And they're just playing to the crowd and the camera. Meanwhile, second and goal, <laughs> kind of a big play coming up. And then it goes back to the t- – they're none of them are watching the game. Well, they're just like – like they've got their hands uh, – they've got their arms crossed, and they're just looking at the crowd and on TV. It's so great. That's and It's interesting uh, from a psychological standpoint because it, it does give players this added incentive to go yeah. get a turnover because if you get a turnover, you're going to shine the spotlight on yourselves. Yeah. Everybody in your hometown, your friends, your family – Everybody's going to be watching you. You're going to make a name for yourself, a brand for yourself. Maybe it helps you go pro at some point. I mean, it does put a major emphasis on actually getting the ball, getting who, turnovers. Who keeps this thing when the game's not happening? I mean, that's that's why I wonder if it's real or not. I think it's probably just a defensive coach or I don't you know, think quality so. control guy. I don't think you just let the DB's coach handle the million-dollar necklace. That's hey, a, go ahead, Benny. Well, I just think if, if it's real – that's the whole point. There would have to be somebody there handling it. And also, people are going to be rough with it. They're football yeah. players. they got pads on. You pop a diamond sapphire ring out. You're like, hey, man, sorry. We lost a few uh, last week in, uh, at Ohio State. They may be on the turf field out there. Maybe go see if you can find $80,000 of diamonds. Just get a couple I, water boys to I'm, handle it. I'm willing to bet a former member of Two Live Crew is somehow in charge of this chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is not where it peaks because they've got the ball. 
they're inside the 10-yard line. And you're still not really focused on the drive because it really it's, it's back and forth, mm -hmm. back to the turnover chain. Oh, a completed pass over the middle to tight end Brevin Jordan. Jordan gets hit, breaks a tackle, scores a touchdown. Touchdown Hurricanes. Yeah. All right. Come over to the sideline, the same area where the defense just was in the turnover chain. You got him in the camera. He's playing to the crowd. And they get an offensive coach, puts on his hands, touchdown rings. <laughs> it's, they look like brass knuckles. And they're green, uh, and they're awesome. And it says you put them together, and it says hurricanes. So there's like hurry Rams. on one hand, and then canes on the other one. You put them on, and he's just playing to the camera. He's doing this thing, look at his fingers, looking at it. And then, it, meanwhile, the kickoff's happening, and all the offense—they're not looking at uh, you know their tablets, trying to figure out how they're going to expose the defense next time. No, no, they're just playing to the crowd and goofing off for ten minutes. It's amazing. Was this the uh, was this the maiden voyage of the? touchdown rings you're one of the touchdown rings okay so that tells me that that's why they were focusing with them being in scoring range right you're sitting there and you're in the red zone you're first in goal the the production team knew that this was coming other you know what i'm saying because they stay on it so long yeah, yeah. and then you score and they're immediately there they were waiting for the gold, literally the gold to be unveiled of the touchdown rings. I mean, it just makes me want to actually like go out of my way and see hey, what are the hurricanes doing? Because if a turnover happens, because it's, it's five minutes of just, it's just chaos. It is. So wait, the touchdown rings, uh, that is just to combat the turnover chain. So just broke them out this because, year. Because, hey, we need something to incentivize our guys to score touchdowns too and get the spotlight. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. There's not like enough jewelry really going on with the Miami Hurricanes. Let's add an element. Here's a little video, Ben, I can kind of show you the touchdown rings when the way they put it on i <laughs> see it, he's got them uh, you kind of if you oh, put it's it nothing in comparison to the turnover necklace though it's nothing but the way that the the whole team is huddled around the guy yeah, it's big and then he stands up and he stands up on a bench so he's up higher than everyone and he's just throwing the outside of his hands up on tv okay it's I wanna, so stupid but it's also really awesome i want to throw this out there you can always interact with the show at the autoflex leasing fan text 877-881-1053 a lot of people are saying this is real. One guy says it's a Cuban jeweler from Miami and that an equipment guy is responsible for this. So basically what they probably do, they, surely they return it to the jewelry, the jeweler after the game, right? I would think so, so they can make sure that everything's there. Yeah. An uh, equipment guy's in charge yeah. of this? Come on. Big time program, though. You get a safe place to hide it. Oh, dude, this is the program where they had the hedge fund guy that was basically taking all the players to the brothel strip club brothel i mean this is a, a very storied program of excess and craziness happening off the field speaking of craziness happening off the field ben have you i know you keep in touch with a lot of the coaches that you had growing up have good relationships with those guys have you recently been invited to participate in any sort of uh, alumni game for anything you're doing uh, no, I have not. Have you? I mean, no, I don't think so. Shippy, anything going Good, on at Plano I, with you and Rex Burkhead? Uh, no. I would oh. like to go get that old Apollo Panther team back together for my eighth grade year, though. I would, I'd like to see what James Chen's up to. <laughs> KT, what do you got going? So I was scrolling through Facebook the other day. Just kind of popped up on my phone. And it's just a guy that I went to high school with. It's a on friend of mine. Facebook. And he's got a post out that says, wanted, only Cubs, only is the high school <laughs> I went to, 
only Cubs alumni. Get back to the gridiron, full contact alumni football. Register now at gridironglory.com. And he's got oh. some comments on it. And I was one of the people who was invited on. He's just invited all his Facebook friends he was in high school with. What position are you invited to play? Anything, I think anywhere. Because I pulled up the roster. I went to that website and pulled up. And I could see a lot of the guys were on there. I know some of them. Uh, one of them actually graduated in 1991, which would make him. Almost our age. Yeah. Is that uh, Chum Bucket? Is he in this game? No, that's Richard Guetta. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, Cynthia Izaguerra. Um, so there's a lot of people. It's a lot of people I know on there. So Holiday was our rival growing up uh, near Wichita Falls. They were kind of a. I saw them as a kind of uppity, but I, you know, oh. over time, you know, they were just they were dirty cheaters. You know, let's not yeah. lie. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, there's probably listeners from Holiday. Um, this is like the Greasers and the Socias. So you I guess. Had a rivalry. <laughs> so yeah. I guess that's the thing because it was posted, and then I saw it like uh, next to it was a flyer wanted Holiday Eagles alumni. Uh-huh. So there's some guys in there. There's kind of comment, and I'm just kind of viewing this for my pleasure, just to see them. I'm not playing in this most likely. That's why you so, use the internet. And someone, <laughs> someone on the comment goes, "No, nah, I'm not playing. I need insurance for this." And. Uh, <laughs> And then someone else comes in and goes, no, I think you'll be fine. Holiday's running back is 74 years old. So now I'm checking the Holiday Eagles roster. <laughs> please, please give me the goods. And they have a running back who graduated in the year 1974. He what? is, he would have been born in 1956, so it's mm-hmm. 44, mm-hmm. 54 I was 63 years old, but 74 is an exaggeration. But si- I think a running back in his early 60s. Back. Wow, <laughs> is he uh, is he using a walker? I mean, because that would be it might be if he could use it to stiff arm people. Maybe that would. What What was the story we had a couple of years ago of the dad that was going to play on that JUCO team? That guy was in his 50s or 60s, wasn't he? Joe, Joe Thomas's dad. Is it, was it Joe Thomas? Yeah. God, I'd forgotten. Joe it. Thomas of the Cowboys. His dad uh, played college football like two years ago. And how old was he? I forgot. He was, I don't know, 50s. Late 40s, early 50s? 50s for sure, yeah. And that's See, playing real football. You are, uh, you're, you're not going to remember this. It was way before your time, but you're actually living out a Kurt Russell movie. Oh, my God. Kurt Russell, America's Escape from New York. treasure. Uh, he, uh, he was in a movie called The Best of Times with Robin Williams in 1986. <laughs> Good it, cast. It, it, a small town loser determines to have one more shot at uh, determines to have one more shot at the big time by winning a football game. That is me, man, and a T. This is small uh, town loser. This is, is an all me for you. To, it, it was Jack Dundee and Reno Hightower. They got the band back together and they went and played their old rivals. <laughs> Because uh, Robin Williams dropped the big catch. Kurt Russell was the quarterback, and Robin Williams dropped this catch that would have beat their rival in high school. And so he spent the rest of his life wanting to relive that moment and uh, vindicate himself by this time making the catch. Do you have anything from your high school football career you need to be vindicated for? Uh, I mean, not playing my senior year, mm. not being allowed to play. Like They would, just wouldn't put me on the field. You were too good? No, I just got I got out of shape, and I was very attitudinal towards the coaches. Oh, sir. Oh, I just didn't feel like I needed to do what they were telling me because I knew more about football than they did. <laughs> and I, they, hey, and they listen to the station, and they know. They know. They're like, damn, they KT, know. you were all over it. But then what would happen is like we'd be. Dude, hold on, time out. Yeah. Do you think a coach and only has ever at one time gone, damn, KT? You were all over it. You knew more than us about football. I'm glad you disrespected us and wouldn't let us coach you, boy. <laughs> I think he's I think he's shown them what's up. 
By the way, if you'd like to, I, I tweeted out a picture of KT's high school yearbook, a picture of KT I had oh. when he was a young son. Oh, good, good, good. Over the Back years. Back when he was an only cub. So he unblock you. So, like, here's the thing. I was pretty good until I got, uh, I guess I was pretty good because I was kind of a, an early bloomer, I guess, to an extent. And then I, everyone caught up in junior, senior year. So there wasn't a lot of me doing good things. In fact, for junior year, some of junior year, I was still broadcasting our varsity's games, and I was on the JV, and I was kind of the leader. I was kind of a good locker room guy. Yeah. But uh, one all, thing, all great leaders say you have, that. You have a lot of great memories of yourself. Well, real quick, one thing that's very interesting, though, we'd be watching film. And think about this. I'm, an, uh, I'm a draft guy now. Whatever. You know, watch all the tape. Brought us, you know. Do that whole thing. I used to have such, uh, such a bad sleep disorder. I mean, I still have such a bad sleep disorder. But they would, like, come up early before school, 7.15, we're watching tape. And coach would get so mad at me either before that or even after practice in the afternoons. Get so mad at me because I'd be falling asleep during film, and I'm like, I don't, I'm just not. This is not interesting to me right now. Right. I was falling asleep, and they were always mad at me. So my job was a very good pump up guy. Maybe try to get the beer ready for the weekend. You a know, my guy? job was uh, like you say a, puppet, like oh, put on like, puppet shows. That guys are tired at halftime. Give them some water, you know, help them pump out, it. pat on the back. Be, oh, pump, be a puppet guy. But, he goes in there and starts yeah. But make, make no mistake about it. My high school job was to align. Let's see if we can get someone to buy some beer, and let's see if we can line up some strange. I mean, that's that was my entire <laughs> high school <laughs> rally some playing career. So listen, I'd like you to. Go back to those days of uh, running around only in your letter jacket and okay. maybe giving this a go and going and playing in this game. So I want to play, but the last time I played a full tackle football game, I killed a guy. What? <laughs> it was KNTU versus the NT Daily back at North Texas. Oh, Every that year, was always a great game. They yeah. famously used it. The game's not doesn't happen anymore because I killed a guy. Ben right. Baby was so, in one of those games. He was on the journalism side. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you go and line up and play. So I thought it was like two below, you know. So the first drive, the TV guys complete a pass and are going for it, and one of my buddies, you know, tries to. Like you hit him two below the waist, you gotta stop the play, right? Front or back below the, the guy waist. keeps run, he runs through two below though. What? He ran through it. What you couldn't tell if he touched some dong or not, because he ran through it. You can't below. run through two below. And we're like, what? And they go, This is full tackle, bro. This is full tackle. Dude, this is like seven AM too. Okay. That sounds like so bad we're like planning. Okay, so we're playing tackle and I'm just like, guys, this is not good. Those are radio guys. This is You're not good. Grown men at this point. You're in your twenties, right? Third down and one. Need one completion. All right. Move this bottle of water. I got right there. Oh, KT's That's... getting in a three point so stance. It's third down and one. What and position going, are you? I was playing like a little slot wide receiver. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. shifty. So basically, I'm, very, I'm hard to cover in an isolated space. You're definitely hard. Uh, but I'm not going to do much no. down the field. So here's what's happening. It's third. Got to get that completion. I'm going. Everyone, go long. I'll be the check down oh, option. We're going to go like for the Cole bomb. Beasley? Yeah, kind of more of a cob guy. Okay. Kind of more of a cob yeah, guy. Kind of Bad cob. ankle. Kind of hurt. Cob yeah. easily. <laughs> so, but I'm like, everyone go deep here. I'm going to be the checkoff guy just in case. Sir. So. You're trying to check I'm, off? I'm hit underneath, okay? <laughs> I get the ball. and make a nice catch. I turn up field. My head. I'm turning up field. And I just drilled a guy who was coming in to tackle me. And it was a guy who was doing the game day MC at North Texas on the field that you day. You ran into the MC? I mean, I busted it. His face open. Oh! It was so brutal. Why'd oh. you run into the broadcaster? He was trying to tackle me, and it was just like, here's something. You make the catch, and you turn up field. Right. But it, they, they wanted to play tackle. Did, were you well, concussed? I'm going to be hard to tackle. I caught it, turned up field full speed, knowing I'm going to get tackled, and I knocked the dude out. Oh, and then I had, on the side of my head, a gash for a week. 
He was bleeding. There was blood everywhere. Blood everywhere. For a minute, I thought he didn't have his right eye. Whatever happened to that guy? I saw a video that came out a couple weeks later. He actually got it all fixed. I don't know if he went and got stitches or whatever. He had a patch on his face. He was at the game doing his job that day. The pirate? And his face is swollen. As wow. a ghost? He just looked like he got punched in the oh face. Oh, my God. I killed a guy. And so it's what? well known no around media, local off. media circles of kids my age. Yeah. Still Anytime tackle football comes up, they go, we can't do that. KT killed a guy that okay, one time. Okay, so are you, are, are you invited back even though you might kill somebody? You might kill that 78-year-old running well, guy. It's different, right, because this is full pads. Like what we were doing, we were not full pads. We yeah. were just out in T-shirt and well, shorts. What number would you be? Oh, 41. Shout out, Dirk. I've always 41. That's 41 in the wiffle ball game. So Remember when I played great hot shout corner? Out Dirk. You were great at the hot corner. You was, were incredible. One of the team MVPs. And I thought of you as more of a golfing baseball guy. I didn't think of you as a football guy, but yeah. clearly those coaches have had their comeuppance uh, now and realized that, that you've had your comeuppance. So what would you be then, like a scat back? A, like a... Well, I mean, I've done that before. I mean, I can do that if, if need be. Okay. Or web back. So, so I played... I played running back. I've got history as a wide receiver. I was the backup quarterback. And then as I got fatter, I moved to fullback and tight end. I think we're going to be called into the office now, for this. What's <laughs> it, is, it is real interesting when you get years down the line and you go, oh, my God, one of my old coaches is dating a girl I went to high school with. Now, that's uh, what it dump gets that weird. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.